tell me, what is your type? Are you an ISTJ? Are you somebody who is a steady compliant? Or maybe you're a type seven with an eight wing. What is your type? No, I'm not talking about dating. I'm talking about personality types from Myers-Briggs to DISC to Colby to Enneagram and everything else under the sun. There are lots of reasons to be skeptical about assessments, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the Productivity Shift Podcast, the only podcast for women in charge who feel overwhelmed with all they have to do. Whether you own your own business or lead a team or take care of your family or all of the above, this is the podcast for you. Choose how to spend your time so you can make progress on what matters most to your life and business. I am your host, Elise Enriquez, a certified life coach, productivity dork, and the creator of the GIST program that helps you get your shit together. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hey there, Shifter. So glad to be with you again this week. It has been a rough start to 2024. My wife and I both got really sick at the beginning of the year, and we are still both having lingering symptoms. And I'm recording this on the 19th of January. So if you can hear that, hear it in my voice, uh, my apologies. I will try to edit out any coughing that happens. But anyway, I am happy to be with you in this new year. And before we dig into today's content about personality assessments, I want to just say thank you for being a listener. If you are here for the first time, welcome. If you are somebody who's been loving this podcast, could I please encourage you to share it with a friend? I really want to get the word out there about all the things that I do to support you from a productivity perspective, and I can only do that if you share the podcast. So if you don't mind, take a moment today to share the podcast with a friend write a review, do all that kind of stuff. I would really appreciate it. All right, so let's dig into personality assessments. Now, it's only appropriate for me to come out at the very top of this episode to say I'm actually a fan of personality assessments. In spite of the fact that this is an episode about the limitations of personality assessments, I am actually a huge fan. I am a certified Myers-Briggs Type Indicator Practitioner. I am a huge fan of the Enneagram. I love the Colby. I am somewhat well versed in the disc. I yeah, you know, I I love all of it, really. And there are definitely some big limitations when it comes to personality assessments. In in some ways, people can kind of think of personality assessments as almost like personality horoscopes in a way. And just like a horoscope, there is value. There is value in having information that you can respond to. So at the at the highest level, I would say the benefit of a personality assessment is that it gives you a starting point. It gives you something to respond to and helping you understand yourself. However, there is a lot of damage that can be done with personality assessments. And it can happen for a number of reasons. And one of them is the most simple, straightforward reason, and and that is that most personality assessments are based on self-reporting. They're based on a a user, a person, answering questions on any given day, uh, a bunch of questions, and they're often forced choice or multiple choice of some sort. 
And that's them answering questions one day of their life. So whenever I do a debrief on an assessment with any of my clients, I always tell them, hey, first things first, you have to remember this is how you answered questions on one day of your life. And even though I tried to prepare you to make sure that you're answering those in a way where your mind was clear and you were thinking about things in a a generally positive light, you could have been having a bad day. Your overall life could be in crisis at that moment. And if these are things that either I'm not aware of, you're not sharing with me, then, you know, your your results may not feel like you. So that's one of the biggest problems when it comes to assessments is the fact that most things are self-reported. It's not objective data. And so people are just kind of doing their best. And and let's face it, if they're taking an assessment, they're trying to understand themselves better. And so they might not be very self-aware at that point. Or like I said, they could be facing a crisis point in their life that could really alter how it is they do things. They could be in a stress response kind of state, which would change what their results would look like in the majority of the assessments that they would take. So that's the first thing. The other thing when it comes to assessments is oftentimes you're not working with a trained professional or the majority of people are not working with a trained professional when they are taking a personality assessment. They either got you know a link to some sort of free quiz or test online and then they're left to their own devices in terms of what they do with that, or they're getting the information from somebody who just likes doing that kind of stuff, but they're not actually trained. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to be trained as a certified professional in the specific assessment that they might be working with you on, but they do need to be trained in helping you apply this kind of stuff. You know, well-trained life coaches, well-trained business coaches, they are trained in doing that kind of work. Um, Notice I said well-trained, and that's not exactly uh, a very clear way to describe the level of training I'm talking about, Um, but I'm talking about folks who are actually trained coaches to help you apply that information. So that's the second limitation I find is that people are often not working with trained professionals. The third thing that I've I've seen in my almost 15 years or coming up on 15 years in my coaching practice is that people will get those results from somebody. So whether it is actually through some sort of professional or, you know, through some sort of free service or even a paid service, but where they are just getting the results sent to them they get those results, they read those results, and maybe they say, oh, this is my quote unquote type, I'm an ENFJ, and then they don't do anything with that. They read the results, and and, and I can tell you what I did when I, the first time I took an assessment, actually took uh, the Myers-Briggs type indicator with a career coach. And while they helped me debrief on some things, I really used the, my assessment results to get down on myself about things. I looked at all the negative things about my type. And what I really needed at that time was somebody to help me see the positive things about my type and help me apply the beneficial components of my type to what I was trying to do in my life. And so this is what I I see a lot of is people just get those results. And it's either because it's something that they did for free online. It's something they invested a minimal amount in because they didn't want to pay for longer term coaching Or they were part, and this is oftentimes the worst situation, they were part of a group workshop with their coworkers. And I I kind of, I'm not a big fan of those kinds of workshops for people doing assessments because I think taking a personality assessment and getting those results is a very 
personal experience. And it can feel really scary and risky to go through that experience with your peers and your managers. And so oftentimes it might be a one day workshop where they got these results and then the team never used those results uh, in, in a helpful way moving forward. So those results just got tucked into a file cabinet or filed away as a PDF somewhere. Or even worse, they got used as those results got used as a way to label people and to limit them. So that's the the third thing that I've I've found is that people don't do anything with the results they get, or their what's done with them is is by other people, and it's not done in a positive way. The last thing that I want to touch on when it comes to assessments is that people can oftentimes use their type as an excuse. So once they get the results back, they're like, aha, no wonder I'm like this. And no wonder it's hard for me to do X. And no wonder I have a hard time apologizing. And no wonder I get easily distracted. And no wonder, right? Like, so it can be really helpful to get that kind of information and go, oh, okay, like I'm not alone. There's, you know, a lot of other people like me that are this type. And and whatnot. And so that that can be very self-affirming and it can be very helpful information. And that doesn't mean that you take that information and go and and say, therefore I cannot change. This is my type. I'm a I'm a, a type eight, and that means, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna be gentle with people and I'm gonna just spout off sometimes and oh I'm a I'm a type two. Well, I'm just gonna be a pushover and I'm just gonna do what everybody else needs and not take care of myself. People can bend or can really fall into and lean into the stereotype of a type and then not make any changes or make any accommodations for the people around them. To me, the beauty of an assessment is that it helps you not only understand yourself better, but it helps you appreciate the differences in others so that you can work better together. As I mentioned earlier, there are just so many different types of assessments out there, Myers-Briggs, the which is really more about preference, DISC, which is more about behavior. Colby is really more about action. The Enneagram is more about underlying motivations for behavior. I am not at all uh, trained on or or, uh, exposed to um, human design, although I hear a lot of people talking about that, so I'm sure I'll be looking into that soon because, like I said, I love assessments. I mean, y'all, I have like a whole binder of assessment results of all these different assessments I've taken. I I didn't even mention... Strengths finders and via strengths, which all of these, all of these have just a wealth of information to them. And even though there's a lot of common complaints about each of these types, largely that they, you know, they kind of put you into a box, they label you, when it's done well, when an assessment is done well, it can empower you, it can help you move forward. And we'll talk more about that in next week's episode. So in spite of all the limitations I just covered, and there's there's more to it than that, but in spite of all of those limitations I covered, there is a lot of value to taking a personality assessment, to understanding more about your type. And like I said, the, the biggest thing can be just giving you your own insights about yourself and helping you appreciate the differences and other people. So here's the exciting thing that I am doing right now is on February 14th, I am hosting a special event to launch my new Productivity Profiles quiz. So this is a personality assessment of sorts. It's actually based on the DISC framework. Uh, but to me, it's more of a fun way for you to get to explore 
or your productivity personality. What is your productivity personality type? To figure out what that looks like, what that means for why you're so amazing at getting things done the way you get things done and how you make progress, but also looking at what some of the roadblocks are. And so at this live event, you will actually take the assessment live and then we'll talk about each of the different types of productivity personalities that there are. I am really excited to share this with you because like I said, I'm an assessments dork and this is a fun way to bring personality assessments to productivity. Even though I already leverage a lot of, because of just my interest in it, I leverage a lot of different types of personality assessments in my work. Um, But this one's mine. It's mine where I get to help you just learn a little bit more about yourself, how to get over the roadblocks, and how to celebrate all the awesomeness that is you. I am calling this little shindig the Productivity Personality Premiere, since I will be premiering this little quiz on February 14th. So if you'd like to join us, please go to eliseenriquez.com forward slash premiere. I, of course, will put a link to that in the show notes. And I hope to see you there because we are going to have a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And do feel free to spread the word, invite others to join us. This is definitely a the more the merrier kind of thing. All right, that is all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, keep making progress on what matters most.